What is going on everyone and welcome back to the CHB podcast. Today we have episode 3 to bring with you guys and yeah the series has been extremely successful as of late. You know episode 1 was really good with Zach, episode 2 with Brody was really good. We're currently doing episode 3, unfortunately I don't have exactly too many guests on with me as you can see today but that's due to the fact that we're kind of stuck in quarantine right now. It's a bit of an interesting situation but today I'm going to be talking about as well how this has kind of impacted the AFL and just a couple of other AFL discussions here and there and yeah it'd be really cool if you guys could get active in the comment section down below on your thoughts and opinions with this but before we get into it as well I would like to give a special shout out obviously first of all to everyone who is currently out uh, you know out there putting their health out on the line risking themselves all that type of stuff whether there's people working at supermarkets, in the police force, for, you know, fire force, the ambulance, or just doing regular stuff like just working at different places as well. Obviously, it means quite a bit to us. And yeah, again, if you're one of those people that are still working at the moment, I know some of my friends are still doing it. Obviously, just give yourself a pat on the back. Very, very good effort. And yeah, obviously, again, people may not say it out loud, but we are definitely all proud of each other, I, I think, for what everyone's been able to accomplish so far in this lockdown but moving on from that as well i do have another shout out which is currently actually a friend of mine who runs an instagram page called afl.covid.19 definitely highly recommend going and following this link in the description down below or just go search that up as well pretty much what he has decided to do is actually put his 2020 afl fantasy page up where he is doing votes from round two to round 23 of the AFL season because as we know those games have recently been cancelled so if you guys would like to go vote for some winners and losers on that you guys can do it after all the votes are done he ends up processing it there's currently a ladder and everything going up right now I believe Collingwood are actually undefeated but again if you would like to go check that out links for that will be in the description down below but first thing I'm going to be talking about as well today is the fact that the AFL plans to actually have fan sounds and cheers played at the stadiums but honestly I've got no idea how this is going to go I feel like this is more of seven because we've seen round one and how that kind of ended up and wow that was uh yeah it was very very quiet it was not exactly the best thing ever it kind of looked really eerie as well just watching the players kick a goal and really no celebrations coming out at all a very, very interesting situation that the AFL did have to have. But now that we obviously know that AFL games will most likely come back, and just sporting games in general all around the world, will most likely come back with no attendance and no fans, I think this is going to be a very interesting situation if Seven do do this. They also plan on potentially having fan interactions played across the game. Not exactly too sure what the purpose of this is. I mean, let's be honest here. The only fan interactions we're probably going to be hearing is people complaining about the umpires or wondering why the one footy record they got was the one with the tear or ripping it so again i'm not exactly too sure what seven are necessarily going to be planning when it does come to that but obviously the season will come back a lot of people won't have their job a lot of people have already been cut whether there was coaches or what we've seen literal pictures of essendon having like 12 people in the box i honestly don't know how all 12 people fit in there. Imagine if just one of the guys had some Taco Bell or something for lunch. Oh my God. I'm not exactly too sure how that is going to, you know, how it ended up working out. But obviously, yeah, a couple of coaches have been kind of cut. 
all that type of stuff has happened. Stuff is going to be reduced. And yeah, this is just all the effects of COVID-19 and what has kind of happened. Players have also had a 50% pay cut, which again, or some had had 50%, some have had 25%. Some players are pretty much not going to be guaranteed a contract, it looks like, for next year. So, obviously, it's a very, very difficult situation for the AFL. And yeah, they've pretty much also decided to make the games, um, pretty much 17 games of the season instead of 23 rounds, which again makes a lot, a lot of sense at this point because they're going to want to get finals back in maybe November or October, but if you think about it, how crazy is sport going to be when those months do come up? Like, that is going to be insane. We're going to have NFL starting, we're going to have basketball starting, you know, we're going to have footy starting, and we're going to probably have ice hockey starting, but yeah, I don't, how many of you guys actually watch ice hockey? Let's be honest here. <laughs> but in all seriousness, yeah, AFL will be coming back. Uh, well, the AFL final, sorry, will be played most likely in a very interesting time in sport. So, again, that's obviously going to be very cool to potentially see. But obviously, yes, the AFL has had a lot of difficulties, not just with this season with the coronavirus or COVID-19. There's also been other interesting facts as well. For example, the Marsh series, another topic that I think needs to be talked about. Yes, the Marsh series is a little bit old right now, but I feel like this didn't get discussed about enough how the Marsh series this season pretty much completely sucked. It was literally so boring. Like, you know, as they say, as years go on, usually things go, you know, things get better. But obviously, that's definitely not the case with the Marsh series as it's had a couple of name changes for literally no reason, but sponsors and all that type of stuff. And yeah, it's just progressively, honestly, at this point, gotten a little bit stale at this point it's just an excuse to have some local footy played which is obviously very very good to see the players interact in local footy and all of that type of stuff and just more fans can get to the games now and you know that they're not in melbourne but they're now in places like werribee or something like that fans can get there easier and it's just a very good process by the afl although the games pretty much absolutely sucked i mean no t the higher teams weren't exactly trying i believe gold coast like finished on top of the leaderboard like they were just going absolutely insane and then there was those you know at least people saying that hold on maybe gold coast should do something here but they ended up getting smashed by port adelaide by like 80 points or something like that yeah, the Marsh series is in a, a very, very interesting spot right now. I mean, yeah, it's going to continue on. It's going to be successful. Hopefully, the games will be better next season. But let's be honest here. The best teams in the league won't try. They'll keep playing young players. Um, and then, honestly, the second game will probably be the experienced players. That's how Marsh series usually goes, while the first game is kind of the youngsters and seeing how they will potentially go, etc. And that's like the main the main cause of the Marsh series and what it's going to potentially be. But yeah, a lot of people are confused. Why did they change the name again? Well, sponsors. That's pretty much the end thing. I believe JLT is still the sponsor. They actually just changed their name to Marsh or something like that, or JLT were eventually bought out by Marsh. I'm not exactly too sure, but yeah, the Marsh series was definitely a very interesting situation I would say this year, and yes, unlike fine wine, didn't exactly develop too great. So, again, March series, another topic for discussion. But obviously, how's the draft and the trade period going to work now? Like, we know what's going on there. Like, players get drafted all across Australia. Some players get um, scattered as well. You know, obviously in Australia, in Ireland, um, yeah, players get scattered literally internationally now. But considering scans and that can't go on the planes, what is going to happen there? 
Again, I'm not exactly too sure how this is all going to add up. The draft is going to be a very interesting situation. We could literally get to the draft, and the only scouting report that the you know that the pretty much the scouts do have of the players is maybe that they like peanuts or they can kick good on their left foot. They literally won't know anything. They won't know how fast they are or anything like that because obviously it's yeah, this could go on for literally quite a while, and testing could be done very, very late during the year, so they could be doing testing in September, and the draft could be in October, and yeah, one player may have been scouted for literally three seconds, and still get drafted at pick one, or something like that, it, again, it's gonna be a very interesting process, but that's all just another factor of the AFL being affected due to COVID-19 and the coronavirus, the drafting is going to be a very weird and interesting situation, and I'm sure the draft will be still held with people there. Hopefully, this will all get resolved until then, but again, we don't exactly know what is going to potentially happen. It would be extremely cool if it did, obviously, but of course, no one exactly knows the fine answer, but one thing that would be pretty awesome, for those of you who haven't heard about this, um, the you know, NFL... The people who make the Madden games, EA, are actually doing a live simulation of the draft where players will come up, get their draft hat from the commissioner, and then, yeah, they can do some celebration or something, and then they will get connected through, and they will start talking through a mic or something from their home on how it's all going to potentially go, and the commissioner will be talking from their mic during the home. It'd be interesting if True Blue Entertainment, the creators of AFL Evolution, could potentially do something like that because of, you know, do that for the draft, but again, they will be working from home because of COVID-19 and the coronavirus. It's a terrible situation. The coronavirus has just almost stuffed up everything. It stuffed up a lot of people's situations, especially the AFL. And I mean, the AFL did get that one week of success where a lot of Americans and that were kind of tuning in and just seeing how it would all go. And yeah, the AFL is obviously a new sport that I think would be on America's radar. But also just based on the fact that like America didn't really have any sports to watch, like all of their sports got pretty much cancelled. This was way before a couple of the tournaments that they had, whether it was, you know, the 2K tournament or a couple of the other basketball tournaments here and there. They didn't exactly have too much sport, so they decided to pretty much, you know, watch AFL, and I believe it could have actually even been on ESPN at one point. I'm not exactly too sure. Don't exactly quote me on that. But obviously, a couple other big-name American celebrities and that all got involved with AFL. We know there's a lot of AFL fans in America that include, like, Matthew Dallavadova, Ben Simmons, Patty Mills, I do believe. He's a pretty big AFL fan, I'm pretty sure, here and there. Chris Hemsworth, and now Pat McAfee. He is, seems to be a bit of an AFL fan. He's been talking about AFL for quite a bit. For those of you who don't know who Pat McAfee is, he pretty much runs a show called the Pat McAfee Show. He was a former NFL punter, I do believe. He could have actually been a kicker. I know it was one of the two, but he owns his own podcast. It's one of the most watched podcasts in the world, I do believe, at this point, especially when it comes to sport-related. And yeah, he was talking a lot about AFL on there and just pretty much discussing all the new rules on there. And it's just absolutely crazy to see how the AFL has kind of, you know, been influenced. Yes, there's been a lot of bad parts that have the AFL has been cancelled and all of this type of stuff due to COVID-19 and the coronavirus, but it has been benefited in a different way than some would have thought with a lot of, yeah, again, a lot of international viewers starting to get more drawn in and especially people in the United States and yeah, pretty much North America I'm is as well is just like 
the main people that decided to come in and start watching AFL. And again, as I said earlier, I'm pretty sure it was on one of the stations. I can't really remember. I'm pretty sure it was ESPN. Literally, don't quote me on that bar because I could be completely wrong. But yeah, it was getting watched worldwide. And that's just all because of, you know, what COVID-19 and the coronavirus without, you know, that disease and all this stuff kind of happening. I honestly don't know if AFL would have gotten internationally recognized as quick as it just got all of a sudden due to the fact that a lot of American sports got cancelled. So yeah, again, AFL, although have had a lot of bad things happen, again, at least there is one positive thing that kind of happened with the AFL that they did get a little bit more recognition from other countries around the world. And it's kind of, again, as I was saying, it became a little bit more international. Now, obviously, another thing that's happened with AFL during COVID-19 and the coronavirus, for those of you who haven't heard, the AFL Evolution 2 game just came out. I've been doing a lot of AFL Evolution 2 videos on my channel, for those of you who haven't seen. A lot of them were getting quite a bit of views. A couple of them are slowed down. Um, you know, again, some people really hated AFL Evolution 2. Some people liked it. It's probably got one of the biggest mixed reviews that I've seen. I think it's more people don't like it than do like it. But again, it had another big effect. A lot of people actually decided to buy the game, even though they said they weren't going to buy it because, again, they didn't like how it looked due to the graphics or gameplay looked rusty and it didn't exactly look that great. But a lot of people did decide to buy it because of the coronavirus. And again, it's some AFL stuff that we can potentially get into due to the AFL season eventually being cancelled. And this opens quite a bit of doors as well. For example, we could have potentially a competition similar to how they did um, with the NBA 2K20 competition, for those of you who haven't seen it. Players around the NBA would actually verse each other on, I believe it was on Xbox, on NBA 2K20, which again was extremely interesting and something I could eventually see happen with the AFL. Again, maybe they could send out some copies to a bunch of AFL players all across Australia, and then they can potentially set up a tournament, they can get it all going, and then maybe we could have some type of live stream on Fox Footy, or maybe even YouTube or something like that, where the players do actually play, obviously, AFL Evolution 2 against each other. And again, AFL Evolution 2 is a very rage-inducing game. I know a lot of you guys have felt that. I don't think I've been more upset slash raged at a game in a bit than AFL Evolution 2 because of the gameplay. So it would be kind of interesting to see a couple of the AFL players' true colours actually eventually come out when it does come to seeing how their personalities do combat with playing one-on-one -on -one in an AFL Evolution 2 game. Again, it may sound a little bit silly, but, you know, NBA did it with 2K, and it actually worked pretty well and looked like it could be a successful thing in the future. And with, you know, you know COVID-19 and the coronavirus happening and all this type of stuff, it doesn't look like the NBA is going to be coming back for a little bit. So this could potentially be that, what the happens with AFL Evolution 2 is we could see them actually do a competition because, again, I can't see this competition really coming back anytime soon, to be honest. I think, look, the latest could be May. I mean, not, not the latest, sorry, the earliest could be May. I could potentially see it come back. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe June. I've heard June here and there. I've heard May. I've heard July. I think July would be too late. The latest I could say is the end of July because once it gets to August, there is like no way. I, I don't think that they could they would potentially even consider doing it. But again, 
there always is that small chance that it does get to August and they say, well, hold on a second. Um, if we play every six days, we could get this done by December or November. And then, yeah, that, that could, you know what, that could actually potentially work. But obviously, there are a lot of things that will have to go into it to make sure it stays 100% throughout the season and just seeing how it's all going to go. And obviously, there are so many sports all around the world that are going to be potentially going on as well. So, yeah, it's going to be mayhem to try and get viewers in. I mean, well, people are going to be watching the eight, wanting to watch the AFL. The NBA and that could potentially um, be on as well during, you know, lunchtime and all those type of things. Because, yeah, NBA usually start pretty early and they finish at about 1 o'clock, I would say. Or, no, 1 to 3 or something like that. Because they are playing, I believe, at nighttime in America. So, yeah, and again, NFL is on pretty early in the morning, usually, but can carry on to later in the day as well that some people could be potentially watching as well. And, of course, there are various other sports that could be going on. But, yeah, again, most of these sports don't usually impact AFL too much. But because of the AFL season potentially, you know, getting pushed back and starting a lot later... I would assume, yeah, all of these sports are going to be on at a potential similar time as well. And yeah, it's just going to be a very interesting situation when it does come to picking a sport. But yeah, that's just a lot of things that the uh, head of the AFL, obviously, you know, Gill, etc., are going to have to work out when they do want to bring back the AFL season. Again, that's just another thing that the coronavirus has kind of affected when it does come to the AFL season. But obviously, yeah, this podcast was going to be a lot shorter than my other two. Again, I did want to kind of have a themed uh, podcast where it would be to do with COVID-19 and the coronavirus and just kind of how it's affected the AFL and just get some type of stuff off my chest. And yeah, again, I would like to, you know, get some comments from you guys on how you guys think the AFL season is going to continue with the coronavirus. Um, what's going to happen? Again, of course, I definitely would really like to know your thoughts and opinions on it all down below. So definitely don't forget to comment in the comment section down below. But of course, if you're watching on Spotify, Apple Music, or any of the other platforms, I believe there are many out there like Google as well, definitely be sure to give this um, podcast either a follow or a like or whatever you got to do. Again, it would mean quite a bit to me if you guys could potentially do that as well. And go follow AFL.COVID.19. Link link for that will be in the description down below. Or you can just search up his at on Instagram as well. Obviously, a very, very good page. Again, I'll I'll explain it one more time. For those of you who didn't know, he is putting the AFL season... He's kind of bringing it back with polls and stories on his Instagram where you can go vote on who wins per game. Then he eventually tallies up the scores and then he puts it in a big kind, yeah, a, a big thing. And yeah, whoever had the most votes will obviously win. For example, this one Adelaide game versus Fremantle. Adelaide got 109 votes. Fremantle got 100 votes. Adelaide, so Adelaide were 52% and Fremantle were 48%. So Adelaide ended up getting that win and getting four points. Then he puts it on the ladder, uh, the leaderboard, and then, yeah, obviously, it pretty much goes from there. So, it's really a normal AFL season, but on Instagram. So, yeah, definitely go check that out. Links for that are in the description down below, or you can just search up his at. So, yeah, obviously, very, very cool. But as I was saying, thank you guys for watching. Make sure to leave a like, subscribe, and comment, and I'll see you guys next time. Goodbye.